something you don't understand, just, uh, yeah, let me know. No, you're good. You're good. Lisa Burns, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us to, this afternoon on such short notice. Thank you for having me. Um, so, yeah, yesterday, uh, CrossFit came down and denied your appeal and ended up sanctioning you for four years. Um, for those who may not be fully familiar with, with everything that happened, do you mind giving us kind of a little bit of background of what happened ever since the fittest in Cape Town uh, happened? Yeah. So actually just to get back to your first point. So um, CrossFit, they, I think it was last week. They let me know, okay, um, they're denying the appeal somewhere last week so I've kind of like I almost forgot about it and then this morning when I woke up obviously there's like a time difference um inside between uh the states and South Africa so I get up and I'm on my phone and I like open up Instagram and there's like a bunch of followers and like comments I'm like what the hell's going on Andrew Hiller sent me a DM he's like I'm so sorry to you I was like what what's going on I have no idea <laughs> um, and then I saw um your post um okay but anyway so to um just recap the story we um I competed in a team team commit um and we won um first in Cape Town then um uh about I think it was like three weeks after first in Cape Town I received an email saying that I failed my drug test um and that I yeah I I, I like still when I um, think about that moment I, I remember it felt like my soul kind of left my body it, it felt like I was like looking down onto myself reading this email I was like what this is impossible it's I was literally like what is this substance and immediately you kind of like panic you're like what the hell because you don't know what it is so it can be anything and at that stage I'm like what did I take I'm running there's like a million things running through my head so then I started doing some research and basically I got to a point where I realized everyone received kind of like a, a form to um, show you that um, you it's kind of like a, a receipt of your test so um, to say, okay, this is your name, um, this is your details, this is your sample number, um, so that you can asso associate that with uh, yeah, the test that you took. And that's um, something and that like, you saw when you took the drug test initially or were supposed to see. Yeah, so um, when I spoke to some guys in the States, um, uh, Hunter Williams and Toby Johnson, like uh, they tested positive for the same substance. So I asked them. I asked them about uh, did they get like a form of receipt or anything to prove that you know that sample is associated with them. So they showed me like this pink or I can't remember pink or yellow receipt that they got. It looks like an actual receipt. There's it's written. It has written details. Um, and then they take a sticker. One sticker um, is placed on the receipt. The other sticker is on the sample. So we didn't have anything like that. We just filled out this form on an iPad and then, I don't know, they who, sent you the form, but I who, never received Who were you working, who, who conducted the drug test? It wasn't anybody part of CrossFit, right? It was a third mm -hmm. party or was um, it? I can't remember their name now, but it is a third party. Okay. Um, 
I can't remember. Yeah. It's, it's also not a common, it's not like drug-free sports South Africa or anyone that I, yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of them before. Um, then we, then I saw, okay, shit, I didn't get this form when I asked for it. Um, and they sent it to me. The form didn't have my name on it. It just said that it's SML Athlete 3's form. Gender is male. Signature doesn't match the, my official signature. Um, it had like some other details similar to mine, like my phone number and my birthday. Um, but I mean, that's like, you can Google that. Um, and then it had, um, what was the other thing? Oh, it had the incorrect email. So the e email was like an absurd email. It had like the first part was correct, but then the second part was like screwed up completely. So I never received the form. So I had no way to verify that this sample number that they sent me or that CrossFit is tying to uh, this positive test is in fact mine. And now the test that they sent back or the receipt says that it's a male athlete's test. So I was like, um, how? Like, this is impossible. And I think that that's where I was kind of conflicted because, okay, I didn't use anything. Now I test positive for something. Then I get the test back and it says that it's a male athlete's test. I'm like, this is how, like when right. I say it out loud, it's crazy. Um, so then we kind of, we were like, okay, we, d we did a lot of research. Um, then I saw like any international, um, official international doping association like WADA or USADA, they all have certain standards. And as soon as there is reasonable doubt that the test is, or that the positive sample is an athlete, then um, the burden of proving that that sample belongs to the athlete becomes the responsibility of the testing body. So in this case, it would have been CrossFit's responsibility to prove that it is my test. But they just, they just say, well, it is. And I'm like, okay, but how? And right. they say, well, we spoke to the person that conducted the test and they said it's yours. I'm like, but that's impossible. Like, can she even remember my name or what I look like? Or there was like a bunch of athletes being tested. How, sh how can she be sure that there wasn't a mix up or that something didn't, yeah, there's, and, and I think in our whole appeal, the the basis was just kind of like that there, there's too many inconsistencies. There's just so many random things and there's a lot of inconsistencies to sanction someone for four years if you're not 100% sure that that sample belongs to them. Um, yeah, so in a nutshell, that's basically it. The test said it's a male athlete's test. Um, and yeah, there were other things like the chronological order. Um, I, I, I think a lot of people overlook that part because it, it's difficult to understand. So for some reason, this third party, uh, testing body, they didn't put your name on the test. So they gave you an alias like SA male athlete one or SA female athlete one. And it, the the um, system automatically assigns a name as you are being tested. 
So one of uh, our male athlete, he was the first male to be tested. So he was SA male athlete one. Then our, our other female athlete, she was the first female to be tested. She was SA female athlete one. Then no. I was tested. When, did, did, for those athletes in that form, were you the only one not to receive a form or did your entire team yeah. not get one? So um, I'll... Um, the first guy also didn't get his, but I think he received it later or he asked for it or, um, we asked for it to kind of compare the, um, to, to establish the timeline. So we could see he was SA male athlete one. She was SA female athlete one. Then it was me, which they claiming I'm SA male athlete three. But then after me, my husband was tested and he is SA female, uh, SA male athlete too. So it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't work in the chronological order in which the system works. So according right. to that, I, if it's my test, I had to be tested after SA male athlete too. Um, or I should have been male athlete too if, if it was a clerical error as they're claiming it to be. But yeah, so that's basically yeah. what happened. All right. So yeah, the, the, they came out with the announcement that you tested positive. You went through the appeal pro you know, you, I think you had your B sample tested and then filed an official appeal. What was that yeah. process like? What did you do initially for the appeal? Um, so there's not really any guidelines in terms of what the yeah, what the appeal process is or what's expected or it's just kind of like they say okay they don't have options so they have like one set um way to do it so they say either you prove that it was contaminated supplements if it's not that then they don't, they don't even consider it. Like they, they don't have answers. They don't listen. They don't discuss it like nothing. So at first we were kind of like, okay, we're not sure, but luckily my husband's a lawyer. So that helped a lot. So we did like a really formal appeal. Like we assumed any uh, sport or like uh, any uh, official body would accept um, so we had like a very official appeal. We raised all of the um, points that I mentioned now. We highlighted how flawed the testing process was. Um, we, yeah, it was like really, I think it was like 120 pages or something mm -hmm. in total. We referenced WADA a lot. Um, so then we submitted this appeal, but kind of, yeah, we they just said um, it needs to be, if you plan on appealing, it, you have a cutoff date, like, for instance, it needs to be in by a certain date. Um, but it was kind of like the week before games, so it was also quite random. I was like, who's going to pay attention to this? If, obviously, everyone's busy with games. Um, and then I think we waited three weeks without hearing, like, a word. Um, and then we said okay, um, hi, can you just give us some feedback? Like, what's going on? They sent back an email s saying, um, sorry, they'll give us feedback next week. Um, 
they were busy with the games and we were like okay and the next week came and then we didn't hear anything another week week went by and we were like okay <laughs> like please can you give us an answer we just need some feedback and then they said uh sorry they'll get back to us or oh, i don't even i can't remember if they even responded to that one but it was either like the same answer or they just didn't reply and then after another week we said, listen, you need to give us an answer. It's been something like 50 days. Please, um, can you just give me an answer? At that point, I, I honestly, I didn't even care anymore. Like, yeah, I just, <laughs> but yeah, you, you still yeah. want to kind of like finalize it. I mean, um, and then they just... We sent the email. Obviously, there's a time difference. So we sent the email in the afternoon. Usually, um, if it's afternoon, yeah, it's either early morning for you guys, more or less. Yes. Um, and then we go to bed and then usually something happens <laughs> while we're sleeping. Right. Um, and then they responded very briefly, just saying they uh, did an investigation um, and they decided that it is my test. Uh, they just highlighted the same things that they did before the appeal, saying my my sign uh, my my uh, birthday is on there. The DCO confirmed that it's my test. Um, the email address was a typo. Um, yeah, so they ignored everything that we highlighted. So all of the proof that we brought to the table they were just like we're not even going to answer that this is why we are saying it's your test and then we responded again we're like this is not acceptable like we sent you an official appeal it's like a legal document you couldn't even attach something to that email you literally it looked that like someone was sitting there he was like, oh, yeah, this girl again. Let me just quickly read through. Oh, shit, 120 pages. Fuck, no, I'm not going to read that. Let me just go back to whatever we... So that's kind of like the feeling that I got. Um, then we went back and forth, like, for another one or two emails. They're just repeating the same things. Um, and I honestly, I get the feeling that yeah, they just, they stated in the email that they don't, um, oh yeah, that's the other thing. So they said um, that signatures differ all the time, but that signature differs quite a lot from, from my signature. It's not even like similar. Um, and they said that, um, oh, they attached all of our scorecards um, from Phyllis in Cape Town. And they said, yeah, well, look at this. This You're the captain, and this signature doesn't match yours at all. And I was like, yeah, I'm the captain on the on the, on the the um, platform, but I wasn't, I, I'm not the captain on the field. Like, that was Yaku's signature. But they didn't even reach out to confirm that. Like, they didn't, they, in the appeals process, in this whole process, they have not reached out to me personally once. Like, they didn't have a conversation with me. They didn't get my side of things. They just didn't, I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed like they're going through the motions because they say they have to. But mm -hmm. 
but there's actually they already made up their mind like way back they could have I could have left it like I would have saved a lot of time and energy and yeah just it would have been concluded a lot uh, sooner um and then they also state in their policy that you get the chance to have a hearing so we requested one because we kind of felt that if it's an in-person hearing even if it's uh, via zoom or um like a, a call you can at least direct questions and expect an answer like then all of the the questions that we have can't be ignored as it's being ignored now um so but they just <laughs> we requested a hearing and they just didn't even yeah respond to that so, the, so, so there was no there was no um their explanation didn't go into how they were able to verify that it was you like what no. steps they took to determine that it was just a, a the wrong sticker or something of that nature that you know said you were a male no. athlete it was just no they don't even mention they just they don't mention the fact that the test says that i am a male athlete they just say that it's ha it has my email address and my cell phone number on it um and yeah we also asked for it to be reviewed by a third party um, because I find it um, in a case like this where we are kind of attacking CrossFit and saying, you know, you didn't, um, you screwed it up. You, you don't have policies in place for this. Um, we felt that obviously it's only fair for a third party to have like a neutral view, look at both sides of the story and say, okay, you know what? No, this is your test. Uh, deal with it or listen there's so many irregularities you got you can't possibly sanction her on this um initially we kind of we told them well just test me again like <laughs> come and test yeah. me again then we're sure it's my test then they said no 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 that's not a possibility at all but then they tested the second team um at Fittis in Cape Town which is also out of their own it's also uh, breaking their own rules. So, yeah, basically, I, I personally feel that they don't have an appeals process at all. It's just kind of, they say they have one because it, it makes it seem official. But honestly, if I could give advice to anyone, you're wasting your time. Unless you found um, contaminated supplements, there's no point in going through that process. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's even outside of drug testing. I mean, you think of uh, you know, regular court cases where somebody mishandled evidence, you're right, and they can't prove that it was yours, and or you know, or somebody did some crime, and so now they're, you know, they are let go. This case, they're not providing any evidence. They they admit to clerical errors, and aren't giving you any explanation or or comfort that they did everything they needed to, to confirm that it's, you know, coming from that, that it is your sample. There's, there's really no yeah. explanation. And I, I think what's frustrating um, for me is that I didn't, I didn't take anything. Um, uh, what's the right word? Um, on purpose. Like I didn't, I didn't dope. So it was either, if it is my test, then it was contaminated. But I just like to know, like, um, 
later I was like, can't we like run a DNA sample on that test? But it seems like, yeah, no one even brought that up. <laughs> but maybe it's not important. I know. And that's kind of how I, I've been feeling the whole time. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm, no, I'm nobody. So no one cares. And I'm literally, I'm stuck in South Africa. Nobody cares what happens in South Africa. I'm like a team athlete. And in uh, a year's time, everyone's going to be, oh, yeah, that, it's that girl that got caught. But, yeah, there was like a story. It's that's kind of how it is. And they know that. I'm not Matt Frazier or like a big name. Um, I'm almost 100% sure that it would have been handled much differently. If it was my case and I was like one of the pro athletes, I'm almost sure that <laughs> we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Um, and that's what I feel is unfair. But through this whole process, what I did learn is that CrossFit is not a sport. It's definitely not a sport. It's a company. CrossFit is a, is a company and they make their own rules and they do what they want. And we pay to compete in the sport, but it's actually just their company. And we are kind of like, you know, giving them free brand exposure and paying to do that. It's ridiculous when you think about it. So if it was an actual sport, they would follow uh, an official drug testing policy. They would get WADA or USADA or what, whoever to um, do their drug testing. They would follow international standards. Why is it that they have to have their own policy and they just change it as they go? I don't understand that. Um, yeah, I was reading through some of the USADA and WADA uh, protocols and and they said the same thing when a lab is you know there is a clerical error in a, in a lab or a, or a false positive or something like that wada or you saw to go through and and make sure that the lab you know they, they ding them they reduce their points or something like that that you know reduces the amount of tests that they're able to do and, and the lab has to come back and provide a lot of evidence or reasons why they should continue to be, you, you know, a lab for that testing. And it, it doesn't seem like that's the case right now. Um, you know, it, yeah. And, and it, it's kind of like, so they're asking the doping control officer, did you make a mistake? And she's like, no, I didn't. Obviously she'd say that because that's kind of how strict everything is. That will influence her, um, her credibility. And um, obviously, she'll get into, I don't know, uh, yeah, there'll obviously be some repercussions if you did make a mistake like that. And yes, this is an amateur sport or it's not official, but it, it can be someone else and then you fuck up their taste. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of feel... And, and I just feel like if they can take the word of a random doping control officer, they could have at least spoken to me. <laughs> um, I'm the one that's been uh, in their brand and, and promoting and um, living their brand for nine years. She doesn't care. It's, I it's, care. Your, it's your name too. Yeah. I love CrossFit. Or I did. And... I, I just don't understand why no one would even consider just speaking to me about it because getting my side of it, 
So now you're asking a random person, did you make a mistake? And she's like, no, no, I didn't. And she said that we filled out the forms ourselves. That's not protocol. That's not the way that it works. I can't, but the thing is, I can't remember exactly like who filled out what. There's like, she fills out some sections, then you fill out sections, but it's kind of, you're overwhelmed. Like there's so many emotions. There's a lot of people. Everyone's congratulating you. It's like, yeah, you just you just won. You think you're going to the to the games? Yeah. Never so done this before. I'm worried about is who's filling out the form, like literally. Right. And I was quite casual about it because <laughs> I was 100% sure that I would pass the test. I was like, there's no way. Um, but now what I've learned is you can't be casual about it. It's um, it's actually really strict. <laughs> Um, and you need to be precise and you have to have someone there um, to support or not support you, but be, have a representative um, so that if anything like this happens, you have someone to say, no, 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 she didn't fill out the form. Someone that can be um, just calm in that moment and can make sure that everything's being done correctly. Um, and you need to educate yourself on the process because that's something that's a mistake that we made. Um, now I'm super educated, but it's too late now. Um, so I feel that even if you are an amateur or it's not like you're, you're not a pro or anything, if you are competing at that level, then you need to make sure that you know what you're putting into your body. You, um, you know how the testing process works. Um, yeah, I feel like that is something that especially in South Africa where it's definitely not a, uh, we don't have anyone that does it full time. Everyone's working and kind of or coaching and doing CrossFit on the side. Um, like for everyone. Yeah. I feel like you just need to kind of make sure you know how it works um, and know how to back yourself if anything goes wrong. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you like, did you, no one, no one went over what to expect or what you need to get or to verify as you're going through this process. Cause I would have no yeah. idea. Right. No, no. And that was kind of something we also criticized CrossFit on because they clearly state that they will educate everyone on their drug testing policy. It's in their drug testing policy. They say that, but they don't, they, they don't educate you at all. I had no idea how it works. Like, what I knew is that you are not allowed to leave the arena and you need your ID. That's it. Like what happens from there, <laughs> I kind of figured out as we went on. But um, like, for instance, um, learning how everyone else did it and how South Africa did it, um, then I would have immediately saw, listen, like, how do you even verify if this is your test? How do you verify if this is your sample? Like the sample has like a quite a long number. So like, I don't know, 61057489, whatever, something like that. Yeah. And we didn't actually get anything. Okay, you got the digital form, but there's no way that you would remember that that number is the actual sample number that they took. So either you need to take a photo of that or like in the States where they 
peel off the sticker and then stick it to like a piece of paper, then at least you have it and right. you can compare. But now we don't like, I didn't even. You didn't I, get that when you left. Yeah, there's no way to say if it is mine or not. So where do you go from here? What, what are, you know, your husband was on your team, right? I think. Yeah. I mean, does, um, do, you, do you both, or I guess, does he compete going forward? Is, is he lost the faith in the CrossFit he, games? Yeah, I think he kind of did as well. And I, I feel bad for him because I've, I've experienced it. Like I've been to the games. I've had the opportunity to experience that. And we worked really hard. Um, sorry, I'm getting emotional now. So we worked super hard. Like we basically, we didn't have a life. We worked and we trained. On weekends, we would train like the whole day. On Sundays, we would train. If someone invited us for a lunch or a dinner, we said, no, we can't, we're training. That was literally what we sacrificed everything. Um, because we knew that this is something we wanted to achieve. We knew that it was possible. Um, so I think having that just taken away and being treated really unfairly um, is it's demotivating. Um, and it kind of the way that CrossFit treated it or the way that they just handled the whole thing, in my opinion, really made me lose faith in CrossFit. And I think for him, obviously, if you see your partner struggle and you really see how something is affecting them, um, it, yeah, it just kind of makes you lose faith in, in that same thing as well. Um, so I think, yeah, I don't know. The thing is going through all of that again, for him, I think, and now alone, because I won't be able to compete, I don't think he'll do it. I I told him I think he should, but, um, yeah, at this point, I don't think he's made a decision yet. And I think he kind of also feel, because um, Fittest in Cape Town was also quite outspoken about it. They were like, no, 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 there was nothing wrong with our testing, which is total bullshit, but, okay, I understand. They need to protect their brand. Um so I think he feels that it's such a small community in South Africa that he wouldn't even have a fair chance to, not a fair chance, but it's just bad vibes around it. Um, and yeah, I think, I don't know, for me, I, I'm still training and I just kind of, the one thing I learned from this whole experience is that you definitely need balance. <laughs> you can't put all of your eggs into one basket. Um, so after the whole thing, I realized like the negative effect it had on my on my work or on my relationships or everything else in my life. And I was like, this is stupid. This wasn't even worth it because now, yeah, I just, and I feel like I have a, I have a healthier balance now and then I did in the you know, last two years. Um, I train to be healthy. Um, and yeah, I work hard and I drink a beer on the weekends. So <laughs> I feel like it's just a little bit more balanced. 
but I am almost sure that I will never compete in CrossFit again. I definitely lost all of my passion for competing after, uh, yeah, this whole thing. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking time to tell your story. I know others will, you know, want to hear what you've had to say. It's been definitely one of the wildest stories of, of the, the season and <laughs> unfortunate to be uh, completely honest. So yeah. thank you and for your thank time. Thank you so much because, uh, yeah, it's really lonely because no one understands like what it is you're going through and you kind of feel like everyone is against you. But I feel like I've actually received an overwhelming amount of support from people who know me and people who don't know me. Um, so I really appreciate that. And thank you for taking the time, yeah, just to get my side of the story. I really do appreciate it. Thanks again. And, uh, Good luck in the future, whatever that holds for you. Thank you so much. Have a good day and a good weekend. Yes, you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.